Hello and welcome to South London Hardcore with Steve Walsh. Hello. And me, Jack McEnroy. You know, 50 episodes have gone, Steve. I'm mixing up my intros now. Yeah, you're confusing me. I did a hire a couple of weeks ago and it just baffled people, didn't it? Well, I didn't do that hire, did I? So, we've just done our 50th episode. Uh, our next one will be our first anniversary. And in between, South London Hardcore Christmas Special. It's a time of just celebration and events and moments. You know. Tis, tis. <laughs> tis the season. Um, yeah, we've got some gift ideas uh, based around people and things from South London. We've got uh, some events that are taking place in South London over the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, and a couple of we'll talk about a couple of uh, South London Christmas moments as well. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Can I just preface anything else we do by saying, uh, Trishy, when we record, you know, it's usually a random meal, isn't it? You'd have yeah, lunch today by the time we came around. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if that's the case, I'll try and provide some cake to go with the you coffee. Do, just to, you know, uh, welcome you into my home. And I thought, it's Christmas. Stollen bites. Which you'd never had before. No, they are delicious. Stollen, yeah. Stollen unfortunately, we can't claim it in South London or indeed no. uh, this side of the channel. But, uh, Is it from love the it, new Aldi? It's from, yes, from an Aldi in uh, Annerley, if that helps at all. Does that help? It can't hurt, can it? This episode is sponsored by uh... <laughs> Stolen Bites from. Uh, Let me just quickly check my phones, dude. See if anybody came through with a last minute request to sponsor the show. Uh, get in touch. Do you know what I mean? People could be like the the business. People could be raking in by sponsoring us at a very low price. They'd be surprised. And the thing is, we we we're men of very simple pleasures, aren't we? Yeah, you are certainly. <laughs> Some Stolen Bites, and I'm you know I'm halfway to Christmas. Now, first gift idea, Steve, before we start uh, throwing out other people's stuff, let's plug our own merchandise. Right, if you go to southlondonhardcore.com, uh, you can buy the first 50 episodes of South London Hardcore on a, on a disc, MP3s on a DVD, and that's £15, a mere £15, a 30p an episode. That sound is going to be so sharp, isn't it? It's the sound is the same as the downloads, yes, I don't want to get people hyped up. <laughs> like you can still get the stuff for free, yeah, to be honest, if you click player on the website and listen to any of the first 50 episodes. Yeah, do you want to click play 50 times? You so don't, play yeah. it once and no, just let it wash keep over it for you. your archive. You know, we've said before, what if the electric goes down? Well, then you probably couldn't play it, actually. So what if the internet goes down? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> By the way, if the electric goes down and you want your fix yourself on hardcore, we're available for parties. We'll happily yeah. uh, bring, After dinner bring speaking, this double yeah, act yeah, yeah. to your, your event or venue. We probably would travel out of South London for the right price as well. But it's, oh, that's it's crazy talk, but you know that river's there for a reason. <laughs> so here we are, Steve. Look. Oh wow. Yeah. See, that's Steve saying wow at my that's production me. of uh... Uh, my genuine oh, little thing on the back. Yeah. Well. So we've, it's uh, it's in a lovely cardboard sleeve, isn't it? Uh, the disc is unmarked at the moment, Steve. But it will be. Uh, little oh. inlay card, episode guide, and cartridge paper. Fantastic. You know, I was there carving up... Um, that looks lovely. Making looks a stencil really nice. last night, Steve, with um, with a scalpel. And uh, grab some spray paint from Carolyn and Wilcox in Campbell Green. Official art supplies to South London Hardcore. Feel um, free to give us some free stuff. They've got... Um, their slogan is, in quotation marks, the biggest art shop south of the river. Right. In, quote, in quotation. So, like, you know, we, uh, we don't know if this is true. <laughs> it's got to be, don't it? I imagine so. Hmm. So you order them to that, Steve, and if someone wants to get it, they can, if they can't make to get it through the website, they can pop into Gosh and buy that off you for £15, can't they? Certainly, yeah. yeah. I'll keep hold of that. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, you know, it's a great gift, isn't it, Steve, for someone who doesn't have the internet and they would love our podcast. Yeah, it's a wonderful But also, thing. right, 
you know, I don't want to walk around cap in hand, yeah, but if you kind of think, like, these guys have to pay for their Podbean subscription, that ain't free. They have to pay for all this stuff. And I'd just like to put something back in. You know, feel free to. If you don't want to, that's fine, because me and Steve don't put money into anything. We've never put <laughs> any money into any other podcast on our own. But we're just saying, man, if you want to buy something, there's a CD available, first 50 episodes. Who knows if the internet will still be going in years to come. What if people don't want the CD? What if they think, I want to support the show, but I don't want the CD? What if they wanted original material, something connected to the show, that isn't available as a download or as a thing to stream online? Maybe they could buy a Southern Hardcore t-shirt, Steve? What? It's yeah. t-shirts as well. But the main advantage of that is well, that you Well, those t-shirts designed great. by the same person that designed this uh, CD case. Semi. So. Or semi, as we say. <laughs> Um, yeah, variety of designs and sizes. Yeah, more and of the baby goes back on. Yeah, the, baby uh, goes up there. List as well. Aren't We've it? sold four four more t shirts in the last week or so. Steve. Is it? Yeah, Bob Tall is a uh, girlfriend. Bought him one. I think it's his girlfriend. I don't want to be presumptuous. Okay, it, he'll he'll forgive you. He knows anything you say comes from the heart and a loving man. There's not there's no malice there. No malice. Is, is it Bob Tall that's possibly taking it to uh, South Africa? Yeah, if it comes in time. Going international, isn't it? Oh, as long as it's South Summon, yeah, we don't mind. <laughs> yeah, that's the only part of Africa he's allowed yeah, to go Don't take to North t-shirt. Africa. Don't be walking around <laughs> Algeria. In the if I see that t-shirt in Morocco, I'll just tear off his back. <laughs> there will be links to all of these gifts, on, uh, or some at least, on our website. Yeah, I'm so, thinking about doing uh, basically a post a day themed yeah. around different things with information where you yeah. can get hold of them. Maybe if we put Amazon links, Steve, uh, we can get 5% of whatever people buy. Let's do that. Oh, man, I'm all about the money, yeah. <laughs> a few uh, South London-related books. A um, couple from the year. One's an older book, but one I've read this year. Um, the one I've read this year um, is called London Belongs to Me by Norman Collins, uh, which is basically set in uh, a house, a set of apartments in Kennington um, in the 30s. And it's the residence's house and how one act of criminality impacts everyone. So it's quite, it's funny as well. There's a great film made with um, Rich Nattenborough playing the young uh, criminal. Oh, was, when he was a young man. Yeah, very young rock time. Yeah, yeah, very, very much. And that sort of character again as well, this sort of uh, tear away who has dreams of uh, Hollywood and glamour and does this thing and gets dragged into it. And it's sort of like the whole house get struggled into it one way or another but yes um, mm-hmm. a fantastic novel great film the film um, is very much truncated from the novel the novel's huge and quite sort of epic in its scope it sort of examines London from various different perspectives the film's very much about this young man's actions and the impact it has on his friends and family um, but they're both great I'd recommend the book highly the film is on YouTube so I, think, I don't know if it's available on DVD at the moment but I can certainly put up a link um, to the YouTube uh, feed and people can have a look at it there it's filmed in South London yeah yeah there are um, yeah location shots from South London as well uh, next one uh, from this year Going to See in a Sieve by Danny Baker oh yeah the man's autobiography yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know we've gone into it a few times on the show um, huge fan of uh, Danny Baker I think uh, he's a fascinating uh TV and radio personality, and, and this year, I think in particular, um, he's been on great form. He's really come back into the limelight, and, he... uh, and you know, arguably, uh, his greatest moment was when he got sacked. And they made the mistake, you know, radio stations, TV companies do sometimes, and they sack someone, then they sort of put them on the air, <laughs> knowing that there's no uh, real reprimand that they can give them afterwards mm. for what they're going to say or do. So, Danny Baker. Actually, wasn't told. He found out inadvertently from someone else 
that his show was being axed almost effectively immediately. So he just went on the air and um, called them out as uh, essentially I was saying, money grabbing weasels or something. I'm paraphrasing now, but just uh, just attack the management uh, system at the BBC and the sort of uh, stranglehold it has on creativity and terrible ideas they have for uh, shows. But his his book um, would be uh, a brilliant read, I'm sure. You haven't even read it, Steve? No, but I've got so much faith in Danny Baker. Will you read it? I will read it, yeah. I mean, the thing is... That's not how you get on. Um, the third book I only read about last week. Um, it's by a guy called Peter Brown. Um, it's called Shakespeare's Local. And it's essentially a social history based around the Georgian in the borough. And his contention is that, you know, it would have... And it sort of ties in very much with our borough episode, where we talked about... Uh, the borough as a sort of literary epicentre that would have had uh, sort of Dickens, Chaucer and Shakespeare wander around at one point. And, you know, he makes it clear in the book. He, he's called it Shakespeare's local. There's no evidence for Shakespeare ever visiting the pub. Dickens did. And mm-hmm. I think the pub's old enough that uh, Chaucer could possibly could have been knocking about there as well. So it's basically him looking at the literary links of the area in respect of uh, this pub. And it looks like a great read. Well, if people enjoyed episode eight, they'd be right up there, Ali. All over it. Handful of uh, DVDs, Steve. Uh, first up, London, the Modern Babylon, directed by Julian Temple, which uh, we talked about a little bit on the show, didn't we? Well, I don't think we went into. What did we talk about? Did we mention going to the, the screen? I don't think we did. We went to a screening of it uh, with a Q and A at uh, Rough Trade East, which is probably why we didn't mention it because it yeah. didn't happen in South London. Uh, I mean, it is about the whole of London. Um, it's you know the last hundred years essentially 110 years whatever since sort of f- film was invented really, yeah from it? the birth of film it's like examples of London caption on film from sort of cine film and mm. family super 8 to sort of newsreel footage and news footage and uh, feature films you know it's a remarkable array we will of, be talking uh, about it in uh, great detail on the show probably in a couple of weeks time uh, but it is just one of the best pieces of work I've ever seen as well, it affected me in a way that I've rarely been affected in. Well, this is the thing. We were talking earlier about doing sort of films of the year list, and I haven't thought about it in that way because it started off on television. Yeah, well, it was a documentary, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a collage, isn't it, more than anything? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a remarkable piece of work. It really it is. It is wonderful, yeah. It really, um, it speaks about a lot of the things that on, we talk about on the show, you know, about the kind of richness of uh, London's tapestry. Um, the kind of how multiculturalism has shaped uh, London uh, how immigration has shaped London and the positives of that and stuff and it's I can't recommend it highly enough it's such a fantastic piece of work it's just it just uh, captures London of the last 112 years and I think we both sort of came and you've seen it before I didn't see it but we both came on our screen and sort of reinvigorated Mm. about you know and it's something it echoes a lot of what we've talked about on the show but on the other hand it sparks other ideas as well it makes other connections it's uh, and it's it is a yeah I say a a terrific piece of filmmaking yeah I I bought a copy there and got it signed by uh, Mr Temple who answered a couple of my questions didn't he he did it's so good man you must watch it before you listen to our episode on it um, or even, the even if you never listen to another episode of the show again just make sure you watch that <laughs> at least another DVD uh, you can purchase or I think you can buy a download as well actually from iTunes is uh, Treacle Junior it's a film brought to our attention by our friend Phil Walsh Le Furious from uh, Midnight Video 
Jim Hall's buddy, isn't he? He described the film as like walking through an episode of South London Hardcore, <laughs> and I didn't really take it that seriously. No, when you read that, you're like, okay. So yeah. Phil, Phil uh, never really lived in South London. Well, the thing is, he worked in Wandsworth, didn't he? So, like, I know, I mean, that's only a small part of it, but he was yeah. from Blackburn, isn't he? Or yeah, where? yeah. It's Burnley or Blackburn? Dar- Darwin. He'd want it to be very swiftly done. It's, it's Blackburn, but it's Darwin. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, um... So he's Australian. Uh, <laughs> but no, he, um, and he lived in North, North London, um, as far as I'm aware. But yeah, so I kind of thought, oh, well, you know, but when you put it on it, it's extraordinary. It's yeah. like walking through our autobiography, Stephen. Yeah, it? it's basically all the places we've talked about or visited for the show. And as you watch it, you're like, when it starts off, you're like, okay, that's interesting. And they go, okay. That's... And you're like, oh, it's all of it. Every mm. bit of it is places that you can recognise, if not immediately, Within like ten seconds, you're like, if he turns left, oh, it is that. It's uh, you know, and again, we'll go into more detail about it in terms of the places they go to and me. But this is essentially a heads up for people. If you get a chance to watch it before the episodes, you'll find it. No. In yeah, the same way and it's a really up. good film, man. I've really, I did enjoy oh, yeah. it. Yeah, it's enjoyable as a as a as a film as well. Yeah, don't get it for your nan though if she don't like swearing. Yeah, it's quite sweary. And, and there is a bit a, violent in places. There is a sex scene in Nunhead Cemetery as well. Yeah. So if I can throw out one spoiler. Or enhancer, but I wouldn't mind getting. I wouldn't mind getting it for Christmas. Oh, which reminds me, Steve, if people wanted to give Christmas presents to us for the show, <laughs> wait, now, like you know, like people give like people like bake a cake for. Uh, we, like, to be fair, in Gosh, we get uh, a deluge of uh, gifts from regular customers. Yeah, you know, someone will make like a tea towel for Karen O at the yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if they just bring it to you in Gosh, they can yeah, do that because they can't bring it to my school. That would be inappropriate. No, it would be inappropriate. This also means, bugging. of course, I get to uh, siphon off the best stuff, isn't it? Just cut it in half and then leave. No, I just uh, I'll lie to you about these a lot of things. It's going to be great. Last one, not from this year, for uh, children, Steve. Yeah, we don't want to leave the kids out. Do no, we? exactly. Yeah, it's an oldie but a goodie. The Muppet Christmas Carol, which you might ask, you know, is that legitimately a film that South London Hardcore should be talking about? But the part of Ebenezer Scrooge played by Michael Caine. Michael Caine, one of you know South London's most famous sons. Mm. Um, and it is a brilliant film. Uh, Tom at work at the moment, at the drop of a hat, is uh, singing the song. Uh, We're Marley of, and Marley. Oh, he's, he's doing the Ghost of Christmas Past, but I mean, that's a good... They're, they're all good songs. It's, it's a Muppet Christmas. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, to be okay. honest. Well, you know, great opportunity this year to revisit, isn't it? Should I watch it at Christmas Day? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. That, It's a Wonderful Life. Um, I'm going to watch Arthur Christmas because I haven't seen that and it was written by someone of note wasn't it was it Peter Bainham or was it uh... it might have been Peter Bainham actually yeah that was a about. yeah who's the guy who wrote Closer Marber Patrick Marber yeah was it Patrick Marber or Peter Bainham I think it might have someone been someone who'd done an Alan Partridge thing okay yeah look forward to that okay. also for kids Steve I was looking on Amazon just so we could get 5% of what people buy to try and get like <laughs> and I reckon from, if people buy one of these I'll, we'll get about uh, 40p Nice. Right. Wombles toys. Oh, right. Yeah. That's Uncle legit. Bulgaria. Yeah. Right. No, Grand Uncle Bulgaria. Great Uncle Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> and all the other ones. The Madame Cholet, Orinoco. How many Wombles can I name? This is. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you think that'd, that'd be a lovely present, wouldn't it? Oh. Take your kids back to, you know, the innocent time of the 1970s. The design... When nothing dodgy was going on on the BBC. <laughs> the design of the Wombles, I think, is uh, absolutely fantastic. I mean, it's, a, it's very much like the Smurfs, where you've got this, uh, obviously, simple base, and then they're embellished with, you know, 
aprons and hats and uh, little uh, accessories. It's great. Yeah, love the Wombles. We had a couple of uh, albums suggested by um, listeners. Um, Sarah Hatch pointed out that uh, Skinny Lister's Forger and Flagon, which was released this year, um, it's just peppered with references to South London, and they're uh, a South London-based band. They're the sort of I've, I've, uh, I've never listened to. Them. No, I haven't listened oh. to either. But um, people, if you if you follow South London accounts like we do, people are constantly uh, talking about how great they are. So we should, probably should uh, get involved. Yeah. And the other album we had suggested was uh, Tim Bird, I believe. Suggested. Tim Bird, <laughs> uh, who suggested uh, words and music from uh, Snetian, who obviously. Have been going for ages, but are still producing new music and um, originate from South London, Croydon. We never put them in the playlist, but I don't really know Sonetian's work well enough. But I mean, he's on the phone. There you go. That's the only. I remember it was on no, Top of when I was a kid, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. We're going to do one of the things, obviously, as we approach our second year as an ongoing concern. Volume two of the uh, playlist, isn't it? Where we can plug a few gaps and take a few suggestions from people, and mm. yeah. I mean, now that's what I call music because I'm like 86, isn't it? So, yeah, volume two for us is just uh, yeah. you know, it's pretty big footsteps, but I think we can do it. Uh, and it's a bit niche, but this whole show uh, is essentially niche. But so let's talk about some comics, just because I work in a comic. comics and niche, are they, Steve? You well, ashamed of yourself. It's uh, a niche area. Pictures and words. <laughs> It's a, a niche area in a niche area on a niche podcast. Um, so he says, uh, sitting there with a Superman cup. Yay! Don't buy me my nose for Christmas, I got one. <laughs> I think, firstly, um, we should mention once again the work of Owen D. Pomery. Uh, we don't have to go on about him, though. But do you know why? Because he's good. He is mate. really good. Uh, and also, there's a new volume of Between the Billboards, up to issue four now. Um, he's also the thing is with small press I mean you have to get about 15 uh, volumes before it makes a substantial present to someone eh? <laughs> so, I'll yeah, give you, you uh, four volumes of small press <laughs> what else that's my card where's the present <laughs> now get your own pomeries man um, yeah the comics are available from Gosh but Owen himself you go to his website and again we'll put up details during the week um, owenpomery.com ok there you go you can go there now I reckon it's that yeah it's a fair guess um <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, got other f- a few other bits and pieces to sell, uh, prints and. Posters. He's got an old sofa. That's going to fit all nearest offer, but you do, do need to have a van. <laughs> Again, gosh related. Um, Julia Shaler, who I work with, um, did a comic recently for the Thought Bubble. Peckham Invalids. Peckham Invalids and uh, New Cross based. So very much. Uh, a South well, then they need to do go around their house to get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you go to our house and the address is and our phone number is, the comics available in the shop, um, as are the some shop. Of... Wait, if I'm trying to get business to Gosh, they know in it. When you get to Gosh, that, you need to go up to the counter and say South London Hardcore sent me. And if it's <laughs> and a, it'll be me, if the it's counter. Steve on the counter, just move on. If it's a man that looks a bit like Steve, say that. <laughs> um, Julia has also set up a web shop herself. So she's selling uh, more things that are available. All the things are available in the shop and more are available on our website. So it's Julia, S-C-H-E-L-E dot co-d-k. Yeah, she's really good, isn't she, man? Yeah, she's great. Really nice stuff. The comic uh, is also available in Gosh. Why isn't she on the portrait of us yet, Steve? <laughs> Why isn't she? Well, she's taking commission, so I'm sure we can... Uh, I'm paying her, am I? <laughs> she's also uh, 
done a strip in is cool. it, an anthology called uh, this is why you can't work in a comedy shop uh, there's a anthology called uh, The Strumpet which oh, yeah. is female creators from the US and UK um, working together and doing strips and it's themed so um, the last issue was about travel and Julia's strip was about the 171 bus route oh yeah yeah so plenty of South London Bellingham Catford bus garage <laughs> Yeah, on our website, so you can get this laid down in the tall grass uh, print. Yeah, it's gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, really, really nice, nice, man. £12? Yeah, that's including postage and packaging. Yeah. Oh, and that's UK or EU. Yeah. So you can it's get that order the, to like, France and like really take a bit out of our margin. <laughs> um, is there, is there making, uh, making... Make some comics? Yeah, yeah really nice as well. well yeah. Armed with a long arm steak. You could say it's almost crummy couldn't you? You could Not say saying it. it's crummy. <laughs> Um, and finally, we had a visit um, in the shop yesterday from uh, David of Avery Hill Publishing, who we met at the South East London Zine Fest. Oh, what a charming fella. Lovely guy, wasn't he? And he popped into the shop hoping to sell some copies of Grey Area by Tim Bird into the shop. Unfortunately, for Christmas, the small press table is given over to pop-up oh, books, activity books. So our own... <laughs> stuff that's properly bound. No, not really. <laughs> so... Uh, are, are, Most of our listeners are pro, a small press involved in small <laughs> yeah. press. I'll take it all back. <laughs> yeah, so we're not taking anything in for December, essentially. Uh, but um, we've mentioned Avery Hill uh, Publishing on the show before, and I've put up links and stuff. I'll be putting up links again this week. Um, but yeah, um, it, you know, it's funny you say it, and it is, it's a, you know, an accusation that can be laid at the floor of a lot of small press stuff that it doesn't uh, actually stay on the shelf because uh, it's just not <laughs> yeah. stable properly. So they're not going to take it? Not now. at the moment, not at the moment, because we have yeah. some more space. But, um, Where he, can I get it from, Steve? Where can they I get can it get from? it directly from Avery Hill Publishers. Yeah, or that place in Deptford. There is a place in Deptford. Well, I think go straight, go to the source if you can, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, but I'm just thinking that people are going to be out doing their Christmas shopping in Deptford anyway in the market. Well, I'm down sure... The, down the egg shop. You if know. you go to uh, at Avery Hill Publishers, um, they'll have a list of yeah, uh, stockists. But um, yeah, uh, the actual book of uh, Grey Area, the Timber, but we looked at it at the show on the day. Lovely. And uh, yeah, David was trying to Mike yesterday, and Mike was blown away by it. Well, it was gorgeous. I was just thinking, Steve, this is a lot of stuff to carry, isn't it? All these presents. They are. Get yourself a bag, isn't it? Right? Oh. I love, we all know about the I Love New Cross bags. Yep. Um, you know, the I Love New York logo, but with a big red cross over the Y. That's great. Big fan of them. Tote bags, you know. You can get those from the London particular in uh, uh, on New Cross Road. Right, there's also, they do I Broccoli Broccoli. So it's like, you know, the broccoli made kind um, of a semi-heart yeah. shape. That's very yeah, nice. Yeah. They're available at Broccoli's Rock, wherever that is, or Emporia, presumably also in Broccoli. Okay. They've also got, Steve, I Anchor Deptford. Very nice. Which is really nice to yep. put together yep. as well. That's available from Delhi X, which I think we went into, didn't we? Yeah, we did, didn't it's we? It's the yeah. place that's a deli and also like an art gallery or yeah, something. Yeah, it's nice, actually. Down nice the market. Layer. I don't think the Nunhead ones are available anymore, but they weren't that good anyway. I've picked <laughs> up the other three. You bags, say that so they've sold out, nice. so yeah. they all seem quite. Good. It's like I a picture of a nun's head, nun head. Okay, but yeah, you can email Simon O B E at hotmail dot com if you do want to. Uh, you know, maybe he can send you one directly or whatever. Okay. Owen is on Twitter at New Cross Bags. He didn't sponsor the show, man. I'm making it sound like he did. All those plugs. That's the kind of plugs we will well, do. Well, no. If people do <laughs> nah, good it's good. It's London, top we'll it's good product. Yeah, it's good product. So, I was looking for our episode guide, Steve. Uh, first 50 episodes available. £15. Uh, free postage. Um, 
order it from France, really cut into our margin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, you know, I'll try a few things, you know, people probably listen to the show or people might go back and listen if, you know, what well, we really talked about stuff, let's, you know, plug that. So episode one, man. Where it all began. Yeah. Jim Davidson's uh, up there around a castle. Now, don't buy that. Obviously, don't buy that for anybody. I don't know if it's available. Um, but no, Desmond, Steve. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, I'm not. That's not me recommending. That's you. Yeah, I thought I'd set you up for a recommend. Yeah, um, a lot of great memories of watching that show, and I'm sure it's it's you know the age gap between us showing again, isn't it? Where you know people of my age will know Desmond. Yeah, I think people of my age, but it's just because it wasn't on in my house. You know, okay. less so. Yeah, like Lakeisha is younger than me, and she's all over. Desmond. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. She's not in it. I mean, she's. <laughs> Uh, where, what would you recommend, Steve, people get? Season 1? Mm. Start at the beginning. Of it. There wasn't a Golden Age of Desmond's. Only Fools and Horses? Yeah, get the get the early stuff. Really get the middle stuff. But sort of season 3 and 4 is tried. Once they get married, you can pretty much leave it. Cause, uh, oh, yeah. Show done at that point, yeah. Once they've got kids running around, you're like, done with this. Ideally, so, granddad. Bit of Uncle Albert. I don't know, a lot of time for Uncle Albert. Early, early Uncle Albert, some great stuff. The thing is, Grandad's just got such a great voice, isn't he, where it's just kind of, <laughs> it's kind of wobbly. Damn. <laughs> this week, Steve's doing the impression. Is that so. my first impression in 51 episodes? I think it might be. Yeah. It must be Christmas. <laughs> it being Christmas, uh, Only Falls and Horses, of course, famous for the Christmas episodes. Mm. A lot of Christmases in my youth. Batman and Robin. Not, not that one. This is, this, <laughs> was, this is the thing. This is where uh, you can sort of tell. But before that, you know, um, the, w- one of the things they do with the Christmas specials for Fools and Horses uh, that we've made a bit special, and they do it with Minder as well. It would be shot on film. Yeah. And it would be done as like a feature film. Hmm. Um, so you had like, uh, you know, the one where they go to Amsterdam and whatnot. I think the first one might even be uh, where they go on a Beano to... but yeah there's so many wonderful uh, Christmas episodes there might even be a DVD that just collects the Christmas episodes of Only Fools and Horses episode 3 was our uh, South London playlist episode uh, as Steve mentioned before there's stacks of stuff there I mean don't go out and buy that London Boys record like... <laughs> but you know you could get the uh, David Bowie uh, collection London Years or something is it that's got the um, song where with Penge on it. We'll put a oh, yeah. to that. Yeah. Oh, and that Linton Quasi Johnson album. Well worth a go. Yeah. Episode 7, Steve. Southwark Estates on screen. I mean, you probably want to recommend Attack the Block. Me, out of that episode, it's only really 15 stories high. Season 1 and 2, get both, right? It, one of the best sick British sitcoms has ever been. And uh, a, la- a lost gem, really. Just brilliant. Sean Locke... Um, is the lead, you know, Benedict Wong is in it as well, and it's kind of a bit off the wall. Uh, you know, the camera just sits there for quite a while sometimes, <laughs> and it's uh, yeah, it's wonderful, it's unique, and it's it's hilarious. Most importantly, and it's all shot on the brand. Yeah, I was going to say loads of location stuff from uh, South London as well. At school, we've got the book people. Do you know that? Oh yeah, it's like a book club thing, isn't it? Where yeah, a guy comes get... in with a box full of books yeah. and you go, I'll have uh, this Jamie Oliver for like seven quid, like well yeah. below the retail price. As a bad example, because Jamie Oliver is cheap everywhere. But like, do you know what I mean? Do you want all the Mr. Men books for, for eight pounds? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like all that, the yeah. Mr. Men books for eight pounds. Enid Blyton collection. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I don't like Enid Blyton, but uh, we did, she's from Dark Age, isn't she? So, yeah, she is. I mean, we could put some, you want Magic Faraway Tree, you said you like that, didn't you? Yeah, I loved it as a kid. 
So if you've got a kid who's a sort of a young Steve Walsh type, nothing about. <laughs> Anything from our comics roundup, Steve? Episode 33? Books of Magic is great. Starts off from the Elephant Castle. Is that available? Yeah, it's available. Yeah. Details, man. Who's Not it by? Inst- uh, it's by Neil Gaiman and uh, a variety of different artists uh, doing the different chapters. Um, it's, uh, it's an interesting one where it's essentially Harry Potter before Harry Potter. It's about a 12-year-old boy called uh, Tim Hunter who um, wears glasses. He's uh, got a lightning scar on his Hasn't forehead. got a scar on his forehead, but it just looks exactly like Harry Potter. Um, and is visited by these four uh, magical beings who basically reveal to him he's going to be the most powerful magician in the DC universe. And the decision he makes will Do decide. Do they phrase it like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> on Earth One, you'll be... Uh, um, but, um, yeah... I remember when Harry Potter first came out and they were like, yes, yeah, about this uh, 12-year-old boy who finds out he's going to be the most powerful wizard in the world and he has to be taken away to be trained how to use powers. Of I was like, this is books of magic. You know this, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Neil Gaiman, I mean, the thing is, uh, when you analyse Harry Potter, it's drawn from many different sources. Um, Neil Gaiman thinks that uh, J.K. Rowling was entirely unaware of his work. He oh, he? Yeah, he doesn't think he's got no beef with it. No, she doesn't it. come across as someone who's ever read anything, does she? <laughs> but I just think it's remarkable. I mean, you know, it's a it's a it's a, a very popular trope, isn't it? It's yeah, always... I mean, the thing is, Steve, uh, a lot of people would love to get into comics, wouldn't they? Yeah. Or to read some graphic novels, and they don't know where to start. You, you know, this is quite a handy tip, I think. If you've enjoyed, you know, if you enjoy a bit of, uh, I'll say, sci-fi. What's the word? Fantasy. Fantasy, yeah, yeah, fantasy. <laughs> but of course, you know, generally as a point, uh, do come into Gosh Comics. We're always happy to uh, find something suitable for you. It's what we do. Uh, what? I'm not getting any of the Gosh money, am I? Steve? <laughs> it's like on the Ricky Gervais and Steve Merchant's podcast, where he's like plugging his stand-up DVD, and Steve Merchant's like, sell some more office DVDs. <laughs> I thought I might get something out of the skyscrapers episode, Steve. I was desperately trying to find like a. Uh, model versions of uh, the Strata and the Shard <laughs> but uh, I couldn't man there's got to be models of the London Eye for sale somewhere sure. it's Busby man but or you know Battersea Power Station yeah episode 41 Steve I know you actually bought a Christmas present from uh, the Tate uh, Modern no not the Tate Modern the place we visited after the Design Museum around the corner I bought a present for myself it wasn't a Christmas present did I tell you it was a Christmas present? No, but I'm that? just trying to lead you in, man. <laughs> You're trying to make it sound like I didn't buy a toy just for myself. I bought a copy of Bedoin, uh, the target shooting game designed by Kids and Wolf Academy and on sale at the Design Museum. Um, yeah, it's great fun. Really good. Pricey. <laughs> it's just like... Uh, it's like eight quid, man, for a bit of I, feel, I feel like uh, I'm Bob Cratchit. I'm doing this with uh, Screwjover. Jack's going to be visited by three ghosts. Uh, now, the best thing we've ever talked about on the show, the best work of fiction, I would say, Steve, is A Clockwork Orange. But you have to be a bit selective, don't you, with who you buy that for? Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't go buying that for, you know... Your mum. Religious uncles. Or... Uh, Young daughters, for example. <laughs> Xavier's not getting uh, Clockwork Orange for Christmas. Not this year. <laughs> She's not getting the Misfits ever. So. <laughs> ever. Yeah, it seems like with Olympic Studios, we went to a few weeks ago, Steve, uh, um, 
in Barnes. You could just pick any record that was recorded there. But I led Zeppelin too because yeah. that epitomises South London. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Hendrix acts as Barbara's love for someone. <laughs> yeah, and finally, last the no the episode from two weeks ago, a Lambeth trilogy episode. Like, get get someone passport to Pimlico. Oh, ask yeah. for it. Ask for it yourself. Ask for the We Are the Lambeth Boys. That's what you want to ask for. If you come away from this episode going, what shall I get? And we obviously get this up on a hardcore, uh, you know, disc and uh, the t-shirts and stuff. But also get We Are the Lambeth Boys, man. Is it available? Oh, very much so. On DVD? Yeah. Oh, right. I mean, you, we put a link on our website for you to watch on YouTube if you really want to. Yeah. But you can't, we'll put a link up again for the DVD. But it's just a wonderful documentary uh, you'll enjoy so much. And maybe even get Morrissey's box all in eye. To go with it as a little. Yeah. Uh, well, I was talking to David yesterday, and he was uh, saying about listening to that particular episode. We talked about We Are the Lambeth Boys, and he hasn't had a chance to watch the film yet, but um, he really wants to, if only because of uh, your impressions. <laughs> he said he was on a train. I think he's coming back from Manchester. He was on a train listening to the episodes, and uh, was doing that thing. You know, when you're laughing out loud, and people are looking at you like <laughs> you're you're a bit wrong, yeah. and you could just like yeah. spark off at and any they catch moment. Him and they say he's mental. <laughs> <laughs> Meta. <laughs> I've been doing uh, the South London Hardcore Advent Calendar since yeah. December the first. Go to uh, twitter.com slash slhc podcast. I don't know if there's links on the website, but our website is southlondonhardcore.com. I basically trawled through the timeout website and just cherry picked anything that was South London based or related. Um, and each day I'm just putting up something that's going on either that day or around that time um, for people to uh, visit and see. A few uh, ongoing and upcoming uh, things that I thought looked quite interesting. I mean, you haven't been to the South Bank Christmas Market yet, have you? I have not. No, it's. Uh, I'm a big fan of Christmas markets. It's essentially uh, chalet-type mm-hmm. uh, kiosks. Mostly, it, you know, probably every third one selling mulled wine, but I've got no problem with that. I mean, obviously, it's less appealing for you. Yeah, as a. I mean, I think it'd be quite interesting just to have you. Have you ever smelt mulled wine? Yeah. What's what so. your take on it? Um, I don't know if I have actually. Okay. Someone boiled some apple juice for me once. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> Why did someone boil you some apple juice? Because they're all having mulled wine. They don't okay. want to feel left out. Thursday, the thirteenth of December. The Bellenden Road Christmas Bonanza, which you'd imagine, because it's Bellenden Road, it's going to be spectacular, isn't it? Yeah, I reckon. Though. Yeah, it's going. To, I mean, don't... Thursday the thirteenth of September. That's right, right uh, of December. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Christmas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, don't leave your wallet at home because. No. But then again, I'd imagine. I'd have no idea if this is the case. But you'd imagine the Chocolatiers and that have a few freebies out, haven't they? Oh, samples. Hoover up and down yeah. the street. Oh, Got any more gone. salted caramel squares? <laughs> Sunday the 16th. Um, we spotted this um, at the Minute Library when we took Xavier to get her uh, library cards. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. I was very excited about the time. Um, the Chris Stingles Festival at Myotsfield Park, which is essentially a carol concert, there's various stalls and whatnot. There's a Chris Stingle making... Uh, activity as well. Chris Dingle. Chris Dingle. And I, oh, I okay. don't. It's, it's some sort of decoration. Really. I have. N- <laughs> I have no idea what it actually tells, but I'm sure it'll be fun. It looks great. I really like the whole. Uh, yeah. Setup around the corner. So. Yeah. There you go. Mm. And then Sunday, the twenty third, um, the Santa's Village Christmas Grotto in Dulwich Village. Dulwich Village, though, Steve. 
again freebie surely <laughs> do you know what I mean they, they assume everyone's a millionaire so they give you like yeah. you know probably about five pounds worth of stuff in real money um, assuming you're going to spend 150 pounds at some point I'm not I'm just going to eat this shortbread now and then go this is perfect uh, I'm going to listen to this podcast I'm not going to put anything <laughs> but also Sunday the 23rd uh, you know it's well faced. I'll be at work you know I won't be getting involved with that, but I do think, um, yeah. I'm thinking about getting hold of a Santa outfit and dressing up Santa for Jackson, my nephew. Oh, yeah? And uh, for Xavier. The thing is, you're talking to a man who is fat bearded and jolly, so oh, if. I won't call you jolly, <laughs> <laughs> um, And there's a few, again, I'll be putting up uh, links to all these things on the Twitter feed. Uh, a few nice Christmas shows, um, including a, f- a few traditional stories The Prince and the Pauper. Hansel Gretel and Rumpelstiltskin all appearing around. Um, one of them, I can't remember. One of them's Waterloo. But as I say, I'll put up specific links. At the I time. used to go to pantomimes at uh, the Peckham Civic Centre. Did you ever go? I might have gone one year actually. Yeah, that's just rung a bell. Shane Ritchie in Peter. Pan. Oh really? Yeah, he did oh, a flying thing. He was like strapped up. Oh, like, why uh, and... the Hitman Hart? Owen Hart. Ah, oh, don't have to. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned a couple of general activities going on. Um, you mentioned Battersea Power Station, which for Christmas is hosting, I think it's pretty much every night in December, um, the, uh, a, a Roaring Twenty style party. Like that, yeah? Kind of like that. <laughs> Aren't the 20s the worst, though? The music was so bad, man. They didn't have proper... Uh... Yeah, Ball Ball Campfire, Stevie, one of the best shows on TV. Yeah, I'm not watching it. The music is just diabolical, man. <laughs> They can't just drop in, you know, uh, some Dylan. We've got they? Brian Jonestown Massacre in the, uh, oh, in the theme tune. It's uh, from like 2000 or so. <laughs> yeah, as far as I can tell, uh, and I haven't uh, seen the picture of the interior, I, uh, I'd love if anyone's got any photographs or film, feel free to link us into it. Um, as far as I can tell, they've transformed the interior of Battersea Power Station into a prohibition style speakeasy. Oh, and wow. you go there for wow. like a, a sort of dinner dance and. Uh, oh, I could pop into that, I suppose, couldn't I? It's, I think it's about sixty pounds a head. Oh, I'm, I'm no Nucky Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounds great. I mean, this is again, it's the pricier end of things. Yeah. Let's reiterate: if someone wants to hook us up with a sixty-pound meal at Battersea Power Station, I'm all over yeah, that. Yeah, I could be persuaded. What I, what I said about being busy Thursday, I'll drop the South East London Folklore Society for a sixty-pound meal mm. like that. You would not believe how quickly. And there's also uh, some glass blowing. Going on uh, oh, yeah. around town. Like in that Herzog movie where they all are hypnotised. Very much so, yeah. <laughs> Should we wrap up there? Oh, I see you did there, Steve. Merry Christmas, Steve. <laughs> I can't do Herzog, man. I wanted a great Herzog. You can do Herzog. These people make computers. That would be uh, our Christmas egg <laughs> at the end of the episode. Uh, These people make computers. <laughs> this man is gay. <laughs> <laughs>